All right, guys, welcome to Bros on Live. My name is Rowan. My name is Misha. Uh, hi, Misha. <laughs> welcome, everybody. Doesn't it get uh, kind of old, we, you know, that's saying your own name constantly at the start? But I like it. We got some feedback that people should know who we are. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but wait, maybe that's what, what the feedback was about, because last episode, we did not do that, right? What? The introductions. And that's the one she listened to. To people who are listening right now, we got some feedback. I think, I think it was more meant as in a background story instead of just telling you what name you have to other people. Background story. All right. It's not well, like, well, oh, here's my name and maybe we now you know everything that. about me. No, that's not really how it works. Well, no, but we didn't do an introduction because she didn't want to, which was fine. Yeah, so now okay. it's my fault. Okay. <laughs> Right. I'm sorry I've been ripping on you. Man. No, man. You're in a good mood. What and a I'm going to get in a good mood because of that energy. Um, but now yeah. we're going to talk about some stuff. You suck off that energy, man. Well, thank you. <laughs> so much for bros on life. You comfortable, mate? We're like enemies on life right now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'm not comfortable, actually. No. It's very hot also here because the sun is like coming through the curtains. Shouldn't but, have uh, worn a sweater, we had, man. We had a good episode last week, right? We were talking about well, uh, dating I'll let as the millennial. listeners decide. Huh, what? I'll let the listeners decide. If it was, was Why are you good. being a dick? <laughs> we had a good episode. I saw it in uh, the traffic. Actually, we had a lot of plays on that episode. It's about 18. That's which good. Is, it's a lot I guess. in a week. Yeah. Is it good? It's, it, it is. Because usually we hit around like seven to eight plays a week. But um, it was good. And we got some feedback on it. And we want to continue on that yes. topic. Yes, we want to get it out there. We do appreciate your feedback, by the way. So if you have any tips or uh, things that we might need to change, in your opinion, of course, let us know. So a little uh, bit of background information. We we found this post like a week ago, or Misha did, and consists of like 10 mini posts. I think uh, we, we are now at the sixth one. Okay, so um, uh, the sixth uh, point that we were discussing or the post was discussing is uh, that we expect a perfection that doesn't exist. Uh, so social media and thousands of dating profiles shoved in our faces leads us to believe um, we are entitled to a fairy tale story that doesn't truly exist. Uh, we write people off for a minor detail and quickly look for the next best thing that will somehow also find flaws in. Uh, nothing is ever good enough for millennials and we fail to realize that relationships are a balanced bond and that, uh, that with the amazing things come imperfections as well. So nothing is actually perfect as we might re expect in some way. Yeah. Uh, I kind of see what they're trying to say with this. Uh, I don't know if this really counts for everyone, but I think we do chase like some kind of perfection with which might end up not really being realistic. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I agree. It's, it's, it's applicable to more people than only just millennials. I can, I can, uh, I know for a fact, probably, from the stories that you hear from like people around you that are older or younger or whatever. Uh, but that, that is the constant struggle, I guess. I had this conversation with a friend yesterday uh, where we were we discussing that. Um, it, it's let, specifically in a relationship. Let's say if you were to, to live together, right? Mm -hmm. You start living together. Mm -hmm. It's very, very difficult to, to let, to still pay attention to the small things like asking somebody how they are, right? 
and yeah. how they're going to be or, or uh, how their day was, for example, because you, you take it for granted that that person will be there tomorrow and then you neglect a very, uh, the relationship you, you have to feed, you have to constantly keep feeding. And it's a two-way street, of course, you know, it's not, it can only, it's not only applicable to you that you have to carry that, uh, that in the relationship, that work. Um, but it's also that, that can segue into thinking that, you know, once you don't, once you neglect that, that, that things in your relationship aren't perfect. You see yeah. what I'm trying to say? I'm not sure if I know what I'm trying to say right now, okay. but because you're actually <laughs> actively having a hand in, in, uh, in, in well, friction and, and then you're, when it comes you're projecting to that on, it's not, this relationship is re really maybe not for me, but uh, I have to strive to something perfect or, or better or. Well, I got, I got the, the thing about small things, you know, the small things we might forget. Uh, and mainly what I also feel is that um, I think that arguments are natural in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think people expect not to have uh, arguments in a relationship because they think it's not good. Right. And of course, it's not never as fun to have arguments in a relationship because nobody gets happy from that, of course. No. But they are, I think, um, essential to uh, sorting problems out together and to um, grow together and to overcome hardships together. Yeah. So um, I've noticed that um, you could have like a certain period that you're having lots of uh, uh, arguments and that might feel sometimes ominous as to are we going the right way? Are we maybe not compatible enough creates doubt exactly so yeah. that's not good but then you also have to flip it and think um think of it like this is they are never any other relationship that other people might have that is totally argument free that's not i don't think it's, it's realistic not it's not going to no. happen it's not it's not going to happen so in that sense i mean you can also you know try to flip it flip it and, and but it's see hard it to as do as that a, it's you, yeah, you know that and I know from experience, you know from experience, it's hard to do and to especially, be in the moment and flip that mindset from, okay, wait, what can I do to better the situation yeah. right now? And that's only half the battle because mm -hmm. your partner has to have that same mindset. Exactly. If your partner already has that mindset that things are spiraling, you know, for the worse. Yeah. Um, of course, it's hard to get them out of that mindset and to see them, you know, have them see like the positive aspect of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but... Either way, it's just like another challenge that will come on on your on your way, and that's something you'll have to deal with. Yeah, but it's it's not realistic to expect that no arguments or no arguments are going to happen. I mean, it's that's not, that's, that's just, the foundation. That's not going to that's, that's not going to happen. Actually, you should not want that. Also, no, really, you know, argument battle. It's it's uh, it's a chance for you to better yourself and to. To be victorious together. And really. I can also imagine that, let's say, uh, maybe there are people who haven't really had arguments, real arguments, like the first two or three years, maybe even. And then they bounce off something, you know, kind of serious that they really cannot evade or something. Mm -hmm. And then maybe they break up because they've never really faced any hardship together. But is that, in that healthy? Way. Is that even like a thing that you can't have, that you don't have arguments for like three years and all of a sudden you do i don't know man i don't know it doesn't seem healthy some like people some, some people really do their best to avoid confrontation mm -hmm. and maybe we were like that also lots of years back i, I was i was the kind I of mean, guy. Con confrontation is scary in, in in a way 
Well, yeah, but it's also like you don't, it's not necessarily scary. It's just like, I've been in a relationship where I was not dominant. Yeah. And stating that I would not enter into a confrontation because I, I was more of the kind of like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to let it be. I'll suck it up. And yeah. that's fine. And then and that's what I, that's what I that. mean. And then yeah. ultimately it ends up with you not being taken seriously or it's just going, you know, like there wasn't any balance, you know? Yeah. And that eventually, well, your partner also thinks as, oh, I can say anything I want to you. Exactly. Really. And that can spiral into something unhealthy. With anything and, you know, everything goes. But what happens in the end then is um, you explode, which I also had. Like I just yeah. kept piling stuff up and then there was this big argument. And that really caused the breakup, you know. And then you explode because that's not a healthy way to go through things. No. And you shouldn't strive for perfection in any relationship. It's not going to be perfect. Never is. Um, but you can make it work, I guess. It's as simple as that. You can make it work by working on it. You have to it. make it work if you want to end up being together. Like, you have to make it work. I think that's one of the, the basic rules, I guess. Okay, so on to next, the next uh, point we're discussing uh, is that we're overloaded with options. We don't believe we need to settle on anything because there's always someone better looking with a better family life, better hobbies, or someone with a better bank account. We move on from uh, person to person, and even if we land on someone that makes us feel great and uh, we could totally devote ourselves into that relationship, we're never quite willing to give up the search the never-ending journey becomes more exhilarating than the actual price itself. So it's more about the journey than actually the end point, I guess, in this way. Um, I think this is very personal. Yeah. I don't really feel like that, that search for me is still... No, I don't have that search feeling. But maybe also because, you know, if you've, you've, you've arrived, you're, you're arrived at, at a station, I, I would say, in life that you're you know, happy with and you not really feel like searching on or something. No, well, I think you're always searching, but I think in your particular case now that you found what you were searching for, yeah. you know, for the bigger part, better part, yeah. I'm still searching, really. And, and, and do we mean searching in the broad aspect of life, like as, as in general or just as in, in everything. relationships? In everything. Because I'm still a- searching for things outside of relationships of course i'm still searching yeah, for maybe personal hobbies ambitions or something personal, ambitions. personal development yeah right exactly yeah of course well that's one thing because uh um y- you can't enter into a relationship if you are not your own person because yeah. then you will be molded into the other person's image yeah. and that really. won't end up well i think because you're not going to be yourself right that would not end up well um another thing is you have to keep your own life and your own interests and your own you know, personal development ongoing because it can also cause great positive energy in your relationship towards your partner. You know, if she or he can see that you are actively like still trying to better yourself, you know, still trying to learn. That's a, that's a great model to, to, uh, example to, 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 to view. Really. I think ultimately it's one of the reasons that you get together because people are interested in your own things and they are, they are attracted to your personal I don't know, maybe not they really necessary skills, to, but, you know, it, it could be a point of interest. So, and also it's, it's they, not the skills, I think. I, th- I think it's, they'll be attracted to your determination to, to be better or to, yeah, to learn. They admire you for it. Right. And that's just, that, that was the sparks, the first interest, I guess. But, you know, 
of course, it's not the most important thing. Right. Um, yeah, if you, it could be what reels them in, the fish, you don't know? Pretty sure it is. If I'm talking from a personal standpoint, then I'm still lurk, searching for uh, a lot of things, really, like personal development and, well, you know, this week, also in what, what you're looking for in a relationship. Yeah. You know, just these revelations keep coming, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a process. Yeah. I do know that I would not want it to be... It doesn't have to be perfect. I know that not all my expecta- expectations have to be met in a, in a person, you know, that I'm interested in. Get what I'm saying? The majority should, because you shouldn't settle for the first thing that comes across, because it's there. I think it's more of a... Um a feelings thing. If you feel like you can accept some things that you might not find uh, nice about some person, mm-hmm. but there's lots of other aspects that, that you find very uh, good and positive about them, right? It's more of a feeling thing. I think ultimately it's you, a can, balance, you right? can tell you can tell if it feels good or not. If it feels uh, like it's something you can chase. If it feels like it's something that that would have a future. It's a balance, I think. Right. Definitely, yeah. What, what I think we discussed this earlier, it's like you have to take inventory on things that may be upsetting you, things that make you really happy about that person and see mm-hmm. if, you know, where, where, where the scale tips towards yeah. in which favor. I think, I think yeah, that's... It's a very calculative way of doing things. And it's, I think it's, of course, it's wise. I don't know if I've ever seen it like that, as in like weighing off the, the, bos- the positive, the pros and cons, you know? I, I don't know yeah. if I've ever like done an analysis like that, but... I, of course, it's 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 uh, it's, it's a good way. Maybe you didn't have to. Yeah, maybe I didn't yeah. have to. Could be. I don't know. Because I, 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 you know what, what the thing is about not writing things down because I've only done it like recently. Mm-hmm. It's you're in that everything's in your mind and it constantly warps, you know, based yeah. on the mood you're in. Mm-hmm. But when you write it down, it's like it's there. It's objective. It's this is a pro. This is a con of being with you. And let's see how many pros and cons there are. You know, are my expectations being met? And there's nothing really you can but is, you, is you that, can argue with 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 words on paper. That, but that analysis, there's something that led to that analysis. Why that analysis yeah. was needed. So that's there already you go. <laughs> that's already something you know to yeah. consider. So, yeah. It probably you get to that point when you're at a um, at a turning point or when you're in doubt. You know, a dilemma. Should I continue seeing this person or should I? Should I not? Am I yeah. still fulfilled in this relationship? And the moment that you get to that point, you can either enter into a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. They have to be open to that conversation. Yeah. Or not. And you have to take it upon yourself to start, you know, taking, taking inventory. Writing things off. Yeah. Taking Literally writing things off. It's like, okay, let's see. Let's make a list here. But yeah, it's, uh, for me, I'm still searching, but I'm glad you're not. You're, uh, you're I think happy. everybody is searching, but not just for the same thing. I think you're I also think we searching should, we should, in a relationship. We should yeah, also that. Yeah. Uh, but um, but it's it's people have to remember it's not bad to want to search for something. I mean, life is all about growing and and finding things out and gaining new skills and and and, and maybe bettering yourself. True. So I think that searching for something isn't necessarily a bad thing. I agree. But you just got to be uh, vigilant about the fact that that uh, you still need to be happy at where you are still need to be comfortable at where you are at that time and not uh, uh, make sure to not have your happiness uh, is connected to um, that actual searching 
uh, activity. You mean you know what I'm saying? And maybe don't like, don't live in the future, but also be comfortable in the here and now. That's that's what a lot of people forget. Yeah, because really. sometimes replacing our happiness in the thing that we're searching for, and <laughs> we tell ourselves that we will be happy once we get that thing we search for. But all the way, maybe that process for searching would maybe would take 10 years or something, and you're not really going to be happy in that 10 years, you know? Right, right. A lot of, you know, if, if you're, let's say, in a relationship, you're constantly busy with, with, with work, right? Like a very concrete example. You forget to ask your partner, like, how are you? Yeah. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Are you feeling okay? And you keep telling yourself that, you know, I'll ask once I'm done finishing this project or once I'm done invoicing, you know, sending the invoice when that money comes in, then I'm done. And then we're going to have some good times together, you know, and then you're like two months, two months in, like away, neglecting the people that the person that you're, that you fell for, you know, that is asking your attention. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a great example for not living in the future, but also all, always tending to the, to the present. Really, yeah. I think so. And the search, indeed, it, it's it's you have to know what you're searching for. Like you can search for a personal interest. You can search for the next stage in your your think, relationship, right? I think oftentimes we don't know what we search for. We just have this unfulfilled feeling, and we think we're going to get fulfillment from something that we decide we we are going to search for. I don't know. I don't agree. I don't agree with that. I don't. But you have that, right? Yeah, sir. Let's say on a personal level, you, you know, you want to get healthy, right? So you're exercising, right? Yep. And you want your girlfriend to be happy. So you help out with, with school stuff and work stuff, you know? Yeah. And you're looking at the next levels, you know, getting a house, yeah. like buying one or uh, getting, getting, the, getting the pet, you know, because it will help yeah. you train for something maybe even in the future. <laughs> I don't know. But those are like very, you know, what you're searching for that on those specific topics, right? Yeah. And I'm guessing that you also have goals with your girlfriend. Yeah, but where you want to? What I'm trying to say is that life isn't always that clear. You know, it's something oh, no. you're searching for, and then you find out you're actually looking for something else. And of course, we still have some things that are clear for us. And of course, going to work out is ultimately searching for a clear goal. That's just you know physical uh, improvement. Uh, also, also health, of course, mm-hmm. and just uh, having a like a healthy lifestyle, yeah. and, and and also maybe some kind of fulfillment we're, we're going to get out of you know the thing that we did, we did, the body that we built. Yeah. So some things are very clear, of course, but there's also things that might not be that clear, and one thing leads to another. Well, try to have an open conversation about it, especially when what you're searching for. <laughs> Or re- what you realize that you're searching for has something to do with the relationship that you're in. Because mm-hmm. that, uh, that can, you can avoid many problems that way. Yes. By just opening the discussion, I guess. But anyway, what's, uh, what's next? That's true. Mr. Bro on life. <laughs> Mr. Life. Okay, so we've all become content with being alone. While we've been navigating (laughs) the journey to find love, we consequently committed our lives to ourselves and made them into something that's happy and rewarding without someone to love. 
which means that it's much harder to uh, invite a relationship into our lives. We're fine on our own, so we don't leave our comfort zones for anyone. Sometimes we even find minor and trivial reasons not to, uh, not to because we're secretly happy with things just the way they are. Yes and no, I agree with this. I think it's in some kind of way, it's good to be happy on your own. You should be. Um, but of course, it's not really the, the, it's not really good, of course, to actually live as a hermit and, you know, just to single yourself out from the, uh, from the rest and, you know, to stay in your own comfort zone. Um. But ultimately, it's about what makes you happy. If it makes you feel happy to be on your own, that's also fine, right? It's not, there's easy. nothing wrong with that. that that's too easy. I don't, you have to be happy on your own. You need to have an own life. You need to have a purpose. Let's yeah. let's keep it to that. Uh, I saw this documentary like um, what two two three weeks ago. Is that if you do not have a purpose in life, you don't have a job. You need to get to. You don't have people de- who are dependent on you. It wasn't a documentary. I, I saw this podcast. Yeah. But there, it was this guy lockdown happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and before lockdown, he had a job and he had a purpose. You know, he had to be on on set. You know, because there were people waiting for him yeah. to start to start working. He had his family. He needed to make breakfast. He 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 needed to kiss his wife. You know, to mm-hmm. ask her how she was and yeah. all kinds of stuff. And then all of a sudden, Corona happened. They went into lockdown, and the alarm clock. He didn't have to set an alarm. He could sleep in, and he got up. And day one, okay. Day two, huh? Three, four, five weeks in, months in, and you find yourself that. You don't have a purpose and you're not really sure what he's doing. And that's when he got into a depression, really. It was this realization that... um, What's the point? Well, the point... (laughs) No, I mean, what's the point in life, as in... Oh, well, yeah. The guy guy was missing that, but I don't... He got out of it. He said, like, okay, wait. Yeah, but he still has his family, right? So Yeah, so that's what he realized eventually. It's like, okay, wait, I have a purpose. I can go teach my four-year-old some math or something like yeah. that. You know, I could teach my, uh, my six-year-old a guitar tune, all yeah. that kinds of stuff. I can cook. I can cook dinner. Can't cook very well, but I'll cook dinner. Trying to give yourself that purpose. And I think you need that in your personal life. Yeah. But people, in my experience, who are like, well, I'm happy being alone, and they'll just go about having a relationship for half a year or something like that. And they're like, I'd got too close and I'd rather be alone, have my own space. And that's fine. You can have your own space. But in my experience, those kinds of people have always, um, they are afraid to completely open themselves up to somebody. Mm -hmm. And then this mechanism kicks in. This mechanism of, no, I'm better off alone because I need my own space. Small fact, you're just afraid to completely open up to somebody. Yeah, could be. I'm not a psych. That's my own experience then. But... um, I don't know. I think it's a very realistic um, uh, thing to ha- to happen to some people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. And um, I don't know if it really happens a lot for, for people. Could be. Uh, apparently it happens enough for people to, to, you know, reference this as a, as one of the points that they're, that they're referencing to. So, but um, I get what they're trying to say. Yeah, but it's, I don't really necessarily like agree with it totally as in like, I can relate to it myself or something, but I get why, because sometimes you just want to be 
comfortable. You don't want to, you know, leave that comfort zone, especially when you're, 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 um, single and you're, you're, you're wanting to, to open yourself up and you're going to, you know, look to, f- to find new people as in like meet new people. Yeah. It's a scary phase sometimes, of course, because it takes so much effort to, to open up, to, uh, actively ask somebody, uh, you know, how they are and, and you want to learn something about them. You want to, you know, me- try to get to know them. Yeah. It takes a lot of the energy. I'm guessing the best thing you can do in a situation like that is to make sure that you're, that you know, how to handle rejection because yeah. that inevitably is going to happen. And also maybe it could be fear of, you know, putting in all that effort and finding out that that person just is not comfortable or is not uh, compatible with you or something, or, or maybe they are going to let you down like somewhere along the line. So I get, I get why it's, it's, it's scary. I get it. Yeah. Can't live your life in, in fear, right? Well, no, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can, but it's not really it's the not way healthy. you want to go. No, no. <laughs> okay, so what? What's next? Here it comes. Is it a long one? It's a long one. All right, articulate very clearly so the mic can kick you, can pick you up very good. All right, let's go. Okay, we're always stuck in a gray area. Almost relationship. Almost relationships. I know this is a weird sentence. Most relationships and no, no, just, just keep it at relationships. Relationships and no strings attached sex are the millennial versions of commitment. The what? What? Relationships and no strings attached sex are the millennials versions of commitment. Okay. We're left constantly wondering where relationships are headed, if anywhere, and plague ourselves with wondering if we're wasting our time. No one is clear about their intentions. Some lie about their intentions entirely just to have their own ego stroked for a while. And basically no one has any clue what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I agree on most things, really. Again, yeah. I think it's applicable to more than uh, millennials. Though millennials probably will have uh, more, uh, um, uh, will experience this more, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but, but it is. You're, const- you're constantly, at least in my experience, overanalyzing uh, the relationship. I think it's also about your own opinion of what you want and where you want to head with that person. Because I think lots of times people are just, you know, having a good time. They're focused on having a good time, getting to know that person. But they're scared to take that step as in to go steady or just uh, put a label on it. Or I don't know. And that whole putting a label on it is also like, uh, you know, a thing that people try to like uh, evade because... It's basically telling the other person that, you know, they really want to go steady and may, that's maybe scary because it's maybe a pride thing that they don't want to be the first to, you know, talk about that. I don't know. But I think that ties into like uh, last episode, I believe it was point two or three, uh, uh, where it is very easy to meet people nowadays because of like yeah. dating apps. Mm-hmm. Now, I think millennials also have this thing like, do I want to commit? You know, I can just like... Turn on a dating app and meet the next one, yeah. I'm guessing. Constantly searching, maybe, that ties into our previous points. Uh, searching for what is right for you or trying to have as many flavors tasted before you're actually settling down. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I but that's do. just a pastime because ultimately I think you're looking for that. Not everyone, of course, but 
I think most will be looking for that depth and for that actually building up a life with someone. Yeah, eventually you do, and, and, right? And wanting to head um, into a future that's, you know, well-grounded and, you know, it's a well-established, well-funded. That's uh, a natural next step, I think, in a relationship. And I, I, think, I think ultimately everyone is looking for fulfillment, but maybe in the wrong way. And in my uh, opinion, what, fulfillment you're going to get with actually, you know, going steady. But for every, everyone, it's different, of course. Wait, okay, but you're saying that people are looking for fulfillment in maybe sex alone. Yeah, could be. Or, yeah, just casually dating and yeah. then heading on to the next one. I think For some people, that's fulfillment. I think so. I think you're right. And, and for others, it isn't. I get you maybe not want to have like um, any strings attached to something. And you just want to like... Yeah, but, but there's one thing vent. is that, is that you're, okay, you're, you don't, you don't want to have any strings attached, but ultimately, you know, if you're talking to yourself, ultimately, you know that it's just like a pastime. Yeah, I, you don't know that. I, I don't think you know that while you're doing it. No, you're 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 in a moment, of course. Yeah. It's not like uh, you know oh, when yo, it gets I, old. It, it's when not it like it gets old. You know it. That that's what I think. Yeah. When you're Could eventually be. like two weeks in, three weeks in, like just having a good time. Yeah. Exclamation! Uh, an exclamation! Air Maybe quote. for some people it could take longer. Maybe it's just like a you know a dating phase, and it could take months. And then after a few months, I think okay, yeah, that's really not really what I no what I was looking for. And it's fine. I mean, it's also a process. People should do what they want to do. I'm not here to judge, but I don't know. It's, it's, um, I am. What? I am here to judge. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. No, I'm not. People should do what they want to do, but I think, um, for me, it's that not, wouldn't work. It, it, it gets, I don't think, no, no, I take it back. I don't think people should do what they want to do because especially when you're oh. dating, you <laughs> might be hurting somebody. You know, you're not dating yeah. alone. You're, you're dating with somebody. And if you're not being clear about the objectives, if you're not speaking out on what you want and it just all comes out later, yeah. you know, when, when, the, when, the, when shit hits and the I def- fans. I, def- I do, do agree with that. Uh, that's maybe something that we missed mentioning because, of course, it's not cool to, you know, hurt other people's feelings. Yeah. And you should be open as to what your intentions are. It's very and, selfish. And also, um, maybe uh, the girl in this case uh, is not going to want to open up on that subject because they feel like it's, you know, uncomfortable to talk about, but secretly they want more. And you're just like in that, you know, uh, yeah, you're going off on on mixed signals really that maybe like they're not verbally expressing themselves, but they want you to be like, uh, reading their, their, their nonverbal signs or anything like that. Um, and I do think there's like the stigma where girls think that guys are only in and wanted to just want to date and everything. Like a lot of guys that just want a steady relationship, you know? A team player, really? Nah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It would be. You don't know? It would be. Think so? No, I, I mean, as in if girls expect guys to only want like um, pastime, as in like not be serious. Yeah, I don't know. I don't this think it's like that because it, that's usually something that they'll ask maybe right away just to see what your intentions are, I guess. Yeah. Or they're trying to get to know that by asking other questions, but not really getting straight to the point, but just ask questions that kind of come near to that answer that they're trying to get, but they're not really actually Maybe asking not, you it like I'm not, straightly. I'm not really sure on that point. Maybe I read this, uh, I read an article on t- uh, about Tinder and no, Bumble. I th- no, Tinder was Bumble. Where, where it's like, you know, there are guys just send dick pics because they want to just fuck. 
right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but girls get a lot of matches. Mm-hmm. And girls are like, well, <laughs> fuck you, I'm going to go for, for, for the guy that, that looks... The girls have this thing uh, on Tinder where it's like, choice is enough, really. Mm-hmm. Because of all the, the likes that they're getting. Yeah. So they're very picky on... Not picky, but what I'm trying to say. I know, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say here. Um, Good story, man. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> no, but I, I, I think you're getting, you're going to get somewhere. It's really interesting. I was listening to, you know, the ultimate, like, fact that you were getting to. So I was, you know, I was, in, I was in there, it's man. It's going to come back. I don't know how to word it. But maybe. I get, okay, girls have my, a lot of options. I get that. Guys are... Maybe this is what I'm trying to get at. It's like, guys, they're very, they're not really... Uh, um, trying to invest in a lot of time trying to meet somebody properly because they're like because they have oh, lots I'm of going choices to the next one yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that's it yeah that's it mm-hmm. okay and i think that's very hard because there are a lot of good guys out there you know i'm not trying to talk about me or anything like <laughs> i try to mirror it to me but. yeah you know what it is is that um of course they're gonna get a lot of likes um, and there's probably lots of guys that just like click on everything as in like you know, swipe to the, I don't know which side it's, it is, it but... It transcends that, really. Yeah. No, it, tra- but I, it transcends, it's, it's going back to the basic foundation that women are, this is what colleagues, this is what my sister told me, like, and girls have dated, they expect men to approach them, Yeah. you know? Well, in fact, if you're really, if you, if you want, like, a steady thing with somebody, or you want to meet somebody yeah. or see how they are, then you should also be able to make the first step. Yeah. But they still won't do that because of some sort of old-fashioned, yes. like... And also maybe men in general will find it strange that... We do. The girl makes the first move that they're they're already overanalyzing why she actually made the first move. Could we it do. be that? Could it be this? Could it be because that? I don't know. Yeah, because it's not natural. Yeah, but <laughs> it's... it's, it's um, yeah, that's, of course, that doesn't really help with with the whole process to, to get to know somebody if you're already like overthinking yeah. just that, that the first move that somebody made. Right. Uh, but um, yeah, I get that uh, girls could, could are picky. They, they have the uh, ability to be picky since they have lots of maybe mm. offers as in <laughs> kind of sounds like a business yeah. transaction. Like it's not, it's not for all girls and everything. And guys can be dicks because some guys just do want to fuck and that's it. Um, but, but yeah, I think, uh, a lot of factors come into play on this one, really. And everybody just wants to find love. I think in the end, yeah, that's what everybody wants. I I think, think, yeah. 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 So what is that? Is that the last one? Nah, man, we ain't done yet, bro. Really? Okay. You want to do the last one? Well, how, many, how many more do you read have? Read it out loud. I got one more left, man. You got one more left. I think that's that's perfect timing. It's perfect timing? Yeah. Give me give me that one. Okay. Give me the one. Well, here's the, the last one, man. All right, daddy. We don't feel accountable for the pain we inflict on others. Ooh. Oh, fuck you. That, that oh. is such a... Oh, oh, oh. Was oh. that it? Is there more? No, there's more. There, oh, okay. No, but it's it's something that you, you've said already just now. So it's, you know, yeah. talked about it already. That's why I said, oh. So when we've hurt somebody's feelings, we don't feel even the slightest bit inclined to apologize or to make uh, good on our own wrongs. Mm-hmm. It's not our problem, it's theirs. A person's emotions, even if caused by something that we did or said, is up to them to resolve. We feel entitled to walk around acting like complete losers with the expectation that the way it's received is a reflection of the people or the person uh, that we dump on our stuff, that we dump our stuff on, sorry. 
um, and nothing to do with the fact that we are the cruel ones. So we don't take accountability for uh, the pain we might inflict on others. And um, I think this is a, a good point because there's lots of people who don't take accountability to what they uh, um, the cause, cause others to feel. Yeah, yeah, true. And and and, and it's good to uh, evaluate your own uh, behavior. I think it's always good. It makes you a better person. Mm -hmm. uh, it also, you know, it's, it, it just makes you a wiser person. Yeah. Uh, and it's easy to write off that guilt because it's easier to not be confronted by it, right? Right. If you were to hurt someone. Mm -hmm. um, but on the other hand, it's also good to not let it get you th get to you that much that it's like kind of like absorbs, you know, that the guilt absorbs you and it causes you not to be happy anymore. I mean, it's still. It still takes two to tango, right? It's a dance. It is a dance, really. And it's both parties are involved. Both parties are responsible for the feelings that they're having amongst each other. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I think it's a good point. I think it's definitely something that people should think about. And it's definitely something that people might not even, you know, um, want to do. Because <laughs> it's, it's maybe it's for some people, it's easier to just uh, act like a complete dick, you know, hurt somebody's yeah. feelings over and over and just go on to the next. Could be, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, a lot of factors come into play here. First of all, um, if we're talking from a personal standpoint, I am somebody who wants to look, to you, look you in the eyes and say, yo, I take accountability for this. Yeah. It's just because I cannot live with myself. The guilt that if, I, if I've caused you pain, I'm like over, uh, um, how, you, how you say that, oversensitive to certain things, mm -hmm. to a lot of things. Yeah. Like, I can't sleep if I know I've caused you pain. Mm -hmm. I need to know that because I think I like to believe that I'm not a bad person, that... I really didn't meant it if I did cause you pain. Yeah. Um, but I do recognize that well, a lot of people our age, maybe younger, they're, they're easy, easily offended or prideful, really. You know, that if it were to break up, it's like, okay, block, you know, mm -hmm. or um, something like that. Not, not willing to, to engage in conversation yeah. or to take responsibility for their part and everything. Yeah. And I do think that's a problem because whether or not you whether you like it or not you're going to engage with somebody else later point in time and if you just go about relationship to relationship thinking that you're so great and you never cause any wrong so where where are your learning points how are you going to develop yeah. and how are you going to give the other relationship what it actually needs yeah but i, I do think, think that's something very a... personal i i think it's you know if you're a person to talk or uh, if you're the person that likes to talk about stuff, then you're open to do to doing that. Yeah. And if you're not, if you're like, well, I'm gonna just stay quiet and be be the victim, all that kinds of stuff, you know, mm -hmm. then you don't. So, yeah. My advice is to always talk, even if it breaks up. Talk about what 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 led to that point, you know. Might sound kind of lame. Unless that guy cheated on you or, or she cheated on you or something like that. Yeah. But that's pretty, uh, that's pretty, uh, that's a douchebag move, man. No, but I mean, that's, that's kind of like, you know, okay, that's what happened and it's done. I mean, yeah, it's like there's, there's a complete disrespect there. Yeah. For the other person not coming to you, stating like, okay, you know, he listen. I think I'm having a feeling for somebody else. So, gotta stop. Yeah. 
if you go cheating about, you don't have any respect to the other person no. you've been with for a while, really. So um, I don't think you need an explanation for that. You just need to know that that person is a dickhead. And, well, you're not. You deserve better. Mm-hmm. But do talk and engage. Mm-hmm. It's key to everything. Yeah, like I said, I mean, like, evaluating... Um evaluating like your time together mm-hmm. and also your own act actings i think that's very important because i feel like that really helps you grow and i'm all for self-improvement i'm all for self-growth and i think um it just makes you a better person like you said nobody wants to feel bad about uh, you know themselves everybody wants to have the feeling that uh ultimately they're they're a good human being right i mean or let's say most of us i guess yeah that's secondary though I don't think, I know you're not that kind of person. You don't want to feel bad if you've really caused serious pain to somebody else. Yeah. You know, you, you, don't, want to, you don't want to be that person that causes no. pain, right? No. So you need to apologize. You need to account, take yeah. accountability for take that. Take accountability and, and have them know that, you know, it really also, it takes a toll on you. It, 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 it hurts you and it's not really what you've wanted for that other person. I mean, that's the, that's the least you can do, right, in that situation. Yeah. So, and then also, I think it's kind of like, it should create some form of respect, I guess. Yeah. You know? Just like a, a like a respectiveness amongst people. Just like people, be, really. Be, be, right? uh, be like the mature per- no, version of yourself. It's, it's what you both deserve then, because, mm-hmm. come on, you've been together for a while. You've shared in good, good stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't want it to end like, how empty would your life be? If that were the case, you know, of, of course, if you, if you were to like break it off with everybody that way. I think it would leave some scars. Yeah. I'm not just talking about partners in, in love. And it doesn't really help like you friends also. Or anything. I think it would also cause you to have that, you know, that cycle, that yeah. destructive cycle. Yeah. Because you never really are confronted with, you never really talk about your feelings with that other person, that ex or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, that the person you dated with. Yeah, or friends. You or know. friends, for that matter. Yeah. Or maybe even family members could also be. Yeah, true. I mean, it's just a, just a, a matter of talking things out. I think it's, it's it's important. Yeah. But then again, you know, yeah, yeah, you can only do so much, even if you want it. Yeah, the other person there, has there to is open. There is there is a, a there is a you know a, a max you can get to, and after that you just need to let it go. Yeah. And that's uh, something that you have to decide for yourself. And if you don't really see that. There's other people in your, uh, uh, in your, in your, uh, you know, your friend circle that need to account, that need to tell you, tell you, tell you, man. Okay, it's fine. You've, 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 you've evaluated. You've, you know, you feel bad about it, but it's time to let it go, man. Take from it what you can learn from it. Mm-hmm. You know, better yourself and just go on. You know. Yeah. I think that's a good send off. Yes, we're sending it off right now. We're sending you off with all of this knowledge. Sending you love. off with all the love, the knowledge, of self-growth. Yes, bro love, guys. Wow. Such a great pose. Misha's posing right now. Such an artist. You're such an artist, man. I should, I should make this a thumb. You know, stay, stay right there. I'm no. going to make a picture right now. No? No. No. But okay, guys. Then uh, we're going to enjoy our weekend. I'm hoping you guys will too. Uh, listen to last week's episode. It's a prelude to this one. And first part. What? What was that? This is the first part. Yeah, that's the first part, actually. And um, I hope you find love, everybody. Because love is a beautiful thing. Uh, 
I'm being serious. I'm being serious. Nah, nah, I'm just joking. I am. Find love, people. Love is a beautiful thing. You need to find somebody you can share experiences with. That's right. Heart sign right there. You can find me on Instagram at Rowan Stefan and on the Bros on Life page at Bros on Life. Misha, where can people find you? You can find me on Misha.b on Instagram and also, of course, our combined page, Bros on Life. Guys, um, if you have any tips, if you have any, uh, you know, improvements that we can do, just let us know. Hit a comment uh, on one of our posts or, you know, just leave a DM. And uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>